Welcome to the original Freemasons podcast, broadcasting from Waterbury, Connecticut, USA. Follow us on your favorite podcast app or join us live on YouTube. And as always, leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Here's the problem with this place, though. I feel like I'm doing a Gillette commercial. Like anything best would be uncivilized. The right? best a man can get, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Freemasons podcast with your host, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. You, Brother Joe, <laughs> Worship Brother Ken. Don't you normally go oh, second? No, you go second. Right, you always go right. second. I think what we should Different do is. Seating arrangements. I think what we need right. to yeah. do though is. I think we need to like change seating. Like every every time we come over here to record, we'll just pull like a chair number, like one, two, or three. You pull a number out of hand. Oh yeah, make it even more confusing. Yes, that's, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. Because no one will know what to do. Great I feel like idea. I should be like laying down for therapy or something. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your father. I mean, I've got an undergrad here. degree in psychology. Oh, we can make this shit happen. That's I'm a just skit like, right there. George, George, the George, yeah. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> Why are you so messed up? <laughs> Oh God! The Tell doctors. Me about your and... parents. What are the traumatic effects of growing up as a ginger? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get bullied? Anyway, for uh, all right. So this episode, we're doing an alternative universe. We're gonna come out with a bang. These are typically uh, a lot of fun. Um, everybody seems to enjoy the alternate universe ones. I do too. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna run with this one, and this is something I. Was watching uh, what the hell was I watching the other day about the Knights Templar? I think it was Kingdom of Heaven or something that just happened to pop into mm-hmm. my YouTube feed, and it was a clip of it. And I'm like, oh, I gotta rewatch that again. So, and I just thought about it. I was like, oh, wonder would be like if uh... Nightfall's pretty good too. That show, Nightfall, Nightfall, yeah, was, yeah. Um, I finished actually. I stopped it for a while. I stopped watching. And I was like, eh. And then I went yeah. back to it and finished it up. I'm like, and I'm like, I had one episode left. I could have just finished. There were it. only two seasons of that. There were only two seasons, yeah. and then they like unceremoniously just ended it. I mean, it's from what 2019. So, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, uh, Gerard kills freaking Philip, and yeah. then literally roll credits. I'm like, oh, uh, a lot of a lot of shows got just kind of like. Nick. Killed off immediately. I think it was like COVID and all that other kind of stuff. There were like strikes and everything, but there were a few shows that like met an untimely end in uh, like the 2019 time frame. Right. Sad because that was a great show. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I think I like was that he was banging the queen. I've never. Uh, yeah, you got to throw some like illicit yeah, romance yeah, in there. Where people won't watch it. You know. Make, I make get like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, we're gonna do a. Uh, we have a uh, Apple-like. We're gonna uh, Apple review. Excuse me, and uh, we're gonna read it off. People then, still uh, review us, even though we haven't recorded in like a month and a half or so. Uh, believe it or not. Yeah, go beautiful. Listen, I get so many messages like, I just listened to episode 32. Yeah. Oh God, I'm like, what was that one about? <laughs> not exactly sure where I lead, where I laid off here, but uh, laid off. I think this was the last one. But I could be wrong. If I missed you, call me out. Yell at me. Uh, amazing show. Five-star review from B-T-K-I-R-B-O. It's crow. Yeah. What's up? I'm from Piedmont Lodge, 152 in Virginia. Yeah, we've done this one before. That's all right. Uh, discovered the show a few weeks back, and I've been listening almost every day. Awesome show and very interesting topics. I'm currently an EA and will soon be an FC, so I'm learning the history of the fraternity with your assistance. Awesome. Um, this one was Mongo. Uh, Mongo 46. Awesome show. Mongo. Isn't Mongo from uh, Fear and Loathing? Uh, there's a Mongo in Blazing Saddles. There's uh, Mongo McMichael from the 85 Bears and the Four Horsemen later on. Uh, yeah, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was not Mongo. It was, uh... oh, now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, his sidekick, right? Yeah, right. Uh, no, it was it was something else. It was like uh, a Sesame Street name, I seem to remember. Like Grover or <laughs> something like that. Uh, it'll, it'll come to me later. It'll come to me later. <laughs> awesome show five-star review came to this podcast looking for information about freemasonry what i found was a funny laid-back informative podcast with guys just like me uh i in just a few episodes all my questions were answered the fun laughter and brotherhood that these men share while explaining freemasonry and issues surrounding the craft make this fun and entertaining podcast thank you to the freemasons podcast my petition has been submitted hey oh guys. we love to hear that it's great Fun and informative. Arbor Guy 315. Uh, joined the craft a year ago and started listening to the podcast. Find it fun and entertaining and packed with information. Keep up the good work, brothers. Brother Rick. Kono Sione. Kono Sione. We're going to go with that. 950. Thanks, Brother uh, Rick. TG within the square encompasses. Reek Robinson. So it's Tariq Robinson, oh, okay. I'm assuming. But he's Got with it. the G and... Uh, freaking awesome. Hello to all of the Freemasons podcast. I just want to say capitals. Thank you for the great and entertaining and knowledge you guys put out as of December 29th, 2013. I've been an MM for a year and just elected as senior warden. Nobody part three is feeling <laughs> That sounds like a rather old review. Uh, no, this was oh, no, he was just second. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, I've gathered many topics for lectures and ideas to better the community work we do here in our area in North Carolina. Uh, much love to you all. I look forward to meeting you, uh, meeting all you brothers one day. To Brother George, Urod and Semper Fi. Semper Fi. Oh. Also, any advice for a senior warden with a little time in masonry? Pay attention. Pay attention. Mm, plan. Be ready to any moment. Oh, with little time. I thought you meant yeah. okay. Plan your master's year like yesterday. Yeah, plan your master's year. Actually, one of the big things you could do is start talking to the other senior wardens in the district so that you can coordinate your schedules for next year yeah. and support each other rather than having overlapping yes. events and things. So mm -hmm. You can all attend each other's and make them bigger. So. And when you become master, your coordination speech should be, it's not the lash they fear, it's my divine power. Coronation. <laughs> when you're... 
when you were installed as master, you thought you were being coronated? Wow, you are full of yourself. <laughs> no, not at all. What you talking about? It's not the lash they fear. <laughs> he thinks he's Xerxes. Yeah, he thinks he's Persian like, king, king, god king or something. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what do you say? We jump right into this. Um, so yeah. we got to first establish where we're going to start. For a brief history of the Templars, they were started in uh, 1114 by Hugh, Hugh de Payan, who was the founding Grand Master. Four knights. Uh, they were in Jerusalem. They went quiet for eight to nine years. You didn't hear much about them. Mm-hmm. Then they just up and left, went back to Europe, and had instant power, money, fame, notoriety like that so it's believed that they found something under the temple mount what it is who the hell knows um they stayed there uh, they created commanderies all over europe and uh, the middle east eventually you know saladin took over jerusalem mm-hmm. then chased them out of Acre, and uh they came back to europe with really nothing to do they were a warrior monk society but i think uh when I've, I'm a huge history buff of the Knights Templar. I think they had 20,000 knights at arms, which means they were... So the Knights Templar were just cavalry. Yeah. Um, they did have Templar sergeants who were... And they had confrere knights, which are basically like your reservists today. They weren't mm-hmm. full Knights Templar. They were reservists. So they had different... They were also bankers. They were also farmers. Yeah. They were... But that's a hell of an army. So that's 20, just like... 20,000 back in those days? Yeah. It's a substantial yeah. amount. Yeah, yep. Um, we know uh, that October 13th, Friday the 13th, uh, 1307, uh, King Philip, who for all intents and purposes was a piece of shit and owed uh, a lot, he was after the money, um, he put him down. Yeah, probably. Whoring. Whoring, yeah. Hewers. But he uh, was after their treasure. Um, on top of that, I mean... I can kind of see it from his point of view. That power, too, right? Like, you know, you don't want any group that's more powerful than you roaming around. Well, not only that. I mean, they were I mean, they were based out of France. That was like their, mm-hmm. their main. Uh, they had commanderies all over France. They weren't paying them taxes. They're living on his land. And mm-hmm. when he would be like, hey, where are you going? They'd be like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> they just do whatever they wanted to do. You know what I mean? Because they answered yeah. the Pope, not to the king. Yep. So it, I'm sure it... it uh, irritated him i guess you could say a little bit um but ultimately um he was going to put him down 1307 friday the 13th he he went for it um we do know that it this solely happened and started in france um he rounded up all the knights well not all of them let's be clear here he got Jacques de Molay and a couple top guys. Yeah, and the figureheads, the ones that... kind of got yeah. the, the lower knights, you know, the yep. ones that weren't really... But believe it or not, the majority of them got away. Yep. Um, there's a story of a Templar fleet that was called their quote-unquote treasure fleet that was at mm-hmm. Marseille, I think it was. Not Marseille. Uh, it might have been might Marseille. Might have been Marseille. But yeah. Anyway, I mean... The Templar fleet, when the French showed up to come get it, poof, they were gone. They were yep. nowhere to be found. And there's all um, kinds of conspiracy theories around where they went with that fleet, where they ended up, Oak Island. Where is alternative universe going to go? Yeah, okay. Uh, well, choose... Look at the, the, the Jolly Roger flag. Mm-hmm. You know, it uh, harkens back to the skull and crossbones of the Knights Templar. Yep. Yeah, that was a Templar Templar symbol. Uh, and there's actually uh, Brother Scott Walter. He did a whole documentary about a pirate wreck that they found effigies of Jesus and things that mm-hmm. Knights Templar had. So it is believed that they dropped the 
the the cross picked up the Jolly Roger and they became Yarr. pirates. Quick little sidebar. Cool He's story. working on a project with Brother Timothy Hogan, who was also on the show. Really? Um, and it might be. We might have to reach out to them see if we can get. Yeah. Them yep. Back on. We'll get them. Mm. Absolutely. Um. But here, I say we pick this up so it's it's the evening of February thirteenth. 1307. Okay. Okay. Jacques de Molay like was executed. However, the rest mm. of the coup failed. Well, Jacques de Molay mm. was executed not until 1314. So it was years okay. later. He was imprisonment. Was now, before we yeah. get into this, I also just want to say that there are many reports that the Templars knew it was coming. So we got three options here. Right? I would say we're going to go October 13th, right? That's where we're going to be our starting point. One okay. of three things need to happen. We could either say the Templars were like, fuck this douche. We're going to go to the kingdom and we're going to rip him out of his freaking bed chambers. We're going to lop his head off. Two, wow. they, uh, the, the Pope, we can just say, I mean, for lack of word, the Pope at the time was a puppet of King Philip. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. the, old, the Pope had died under, before him, had died under mysterious circumstances. And Philip refused to allow, I think it was Pope Innocent. Uh, I think that's what his title was. They refused uh, to let him rule in Rome. He had to do it from Paris. Mm-hmm. So the second scenario would be the Pope is like, nah, fuck you. We ain't getting rid of these guys. They didn't do anything. They're my army. You can't touch them. Yeah. So yep. he found his balls in a sense. Or three, the third scenario, and we'll let you guys, you guys can choose which one you think would be the most plausible, and then we'll go from there. The third one is they knew it was coming, and even Jacques de Millet was like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to placate this asshole. We're all going to hightail it and disappear. Hmm. What do you guys think would be the most plausible? The most likely? I'm thinking it's one of those things where it's almost like a failed assassination, assassination attempt that garners some sympathy of the public, and there's almost, a, in essence, a, a civil war-type resurgence against... The Pope and the King. Yeah. Okay. It's like a revolution. That seems yeah, likely. That's how I'm thinking. It's like popular know, opinion well, of the order yeah, changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind and of what happened with Robert the Bruce. Because yeah. that's what was happening in that time. It happened I mean, with when you beat the, the shit out of your brother-in-law at a church. I mean, Cromwell <laughs> did. Like, mm-hmm. there's that whole history at that time period of, yeah, we don't like the King. We're just going to revolt yeah. and have a revolution against it. I think that's especially when you have an army of twenty thousand. Well, that's 20,000 yeah. spread across all of Europe. Yeah, so but... give or take a couple, at least a couple hundred in. Um... Yeah, but then you bring them in. Right. You bring them in, you gather, um, together a mighty arm. I don't think going after Philip would be plausible. That would be like. Well, not necessarily like going. Teamsters going in, in, in raiding the White House and ripping the president out. Of, like it's yeah, like, I mean, you don't have to. You can still have a. Yeah, you can still have a revolt without pulling the king out of his bedchambers, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. Popular opinion. Um, you just shift popular opinion, I mean, think and then he's got a kowtow. that we had in the colonies at the time, spread out amongst the colonies, when the Revolutionary War started. Was it 20,000? Was it 30,000? I, yeah, I don't right. know a number, but... I think it was 15% of the population is what fought you know, against the, the British. The 13 colonies are probably the size of Europe. Yeah. When you put it together, you gather them all together, like-minded people, lead a revolution against the authority of the king. Right. No, don't forget, there were a lot of, during the American Revolution, there were a lot of Tories, too. People who were loyal to the crown, right. who dimed out the Patriots. So, uh, you're going to get pretty much, yeah, similar. Same thing same situation, I think. Yeah. Um, but what if they had won? See, that's, that's where my mind yep. goes. That's where, that's where I'm going to go with this. So, my, I don't think that they would go after, 
uh, I don't think they would go after King Philip because realistically, you if by killing a king, you would turn the population again. Yeah, exactly. In yep. Seconds, they would be like, no, these guys are fucking nuts. The hell yep. with this. The Pope, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna cowboy up and, and fight against Philip because not for nothing, he was a captive for all intents and purposes, and the Pope before him died under circumstances that were certain. You know. Mysterious circumstances. Yeah, so the writing was on so, the wall. He was I mean, he might be next. The, boat. the mm-hmm. third scenario, I think, would be the most plausible, where they just grab their treasure, grab everybody they got, and just leave. They just take off. Now, at this time, I they still held the island of Cyprus. My belief is that they just pull everything out of Europe, pull everything. I'm not mean that out of Europe because France was really the only one that went after the Templars initially. Spain told them to scratch ass. Portugal mm-hmm. told them to scratch ass. England, it took a little bit of time. In the Holy Roman Empire, there's a story about them showing up for their trial in full battle array, and they were like, innocent. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I think that if they would have just vacated France, they could have taken their power base, solidified it on, let's say, Cyprus. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, you would have had a situation where Cyprus was the nation state of the Knights Templar, which would further, <clears throat> I think they would have bolstered their numbers if they did that. They would have mm-hmm. filled up Cyprus full of a, a potentially a even more substantial army, and they would have went back after the Middle East, I think. I think they would have went right back at Acre, eventually making mm-hmm. a play for Jerusalem. That's my personal feeling so on it. This that. is something we could almost do multiple episodes on because there's so many different scenarios. We can even throw a poll out there mm-hmm. to see which one. Yeah. Because the one that like keep going in my mind is, okay, so... In the real world, the king and the pope were in cahoots with each, with each other. The pope was just a, a figurehead, allegedly. But if we're going like total alternate universe, bizarro world thing, what if the pope wasn't that just figurehead or just a, a puppet of the king? What if he had these back room dealings? Because who wants more power than the king? The church. Of course. Yeah. Of Hands down. So what if he pulled a little rope-a-dope on Philip, all right, and then solidified the <clears throat> Templar as the army of the church under his leadership. Oh, yeah, that's with the backing of the Holy Roman that. Empire. You're gonna yeah. have a legitimate power struggle between two somewhat equal entities. Mm. It's gonna be the monarchy and the church. Yeah, but the church's army is a little bit more badass than yeah, a little bit French army. <laughs> um, no offense to any French military folks out there, but imagine that power struggle, and then imagine church wins mm. and then they go to take back the holy land yeah and then they go after saladin and they go after the middle east to reclaim the holy land i i could plausibly see that happening where they pull where the pope is like yeah pull all your forces out of pull every knight's templar out of out of france bring yeah. them down they solidify form a camp in, in and Italy, expand. and then go back at them yep. in a full battle array. In the walls of the Vatican, the water of the Vatican is their fortress. Yeah, and they're probably recruiting tons more soldiers during this time because of public opinion swings in their favor. But don't forget, I mean, Plus they everybody had, hates the French. So yeah, at that and time, I mean, yeah, Spain at hated time, France, right? Portugal hated Spain, yep. but the Knights Templar France. were all there. They just changed their names in later days. They yeah. didn't actually get persecuted mm-hmm. because. All the Templar castles in Portugal are still, still there. there. Yeah. And then Portugal was founded by the Knights Templar. Portugal yeah. literally means Port of the Grail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Portugal. It's But that's that where was their, like, that one could of, unite all those that that the Pope could unite all those different 
Catholic countries uh-huh. that may have issues, I guess, right. especially against the first common enemy, the French, and they'll just surrender and fall in line like they always do. And then you have all of Europe going after the Middle East. Hell yeah, that would have been that would have yeah. been that's very plausible. And you know what I always found funny? The Knights Templar answered to the Pope, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't the Pope, if he really was, let's say, captive? That's kind of the the running stories that he was the puppet. He was set up by the French King and everything, but he had this massive knights, twenty thousand men. He's nothing to like wagging wag a tail at you know that's a substantial why didn't he like tip him off like hey guys i'm being held here because I th- come get me i, I think he was i think he was straight up phillips man like i don't think he you was think he a was, captive but i think he was like put in place like I a straight up puppet yeah pope more than anything and because right. of philip he became pope mm. and as he's like okay here's the deal where well, i'm gonna get you the pope but yep here's what i need in return and he cut a deal yeah he cut a deal and sold out his his army Shitty. And he Plus, wasn't as power hungry as Philip, so. Right. But yeah, he could have I mean, commanded those soldiers at any time. You're right, Joe. Though we could have, we could do multiple episodes because I mean, yeah, there's stories of them going to Scotland. <laughs> there's there's mythology about them fighting fighting at the Battle of Bonnacombe. And there's a huge time period here, so it's yeah, like after after they take back the Holy Land, then what happens, right? And you could go all the way up to modern times where you've got your interesting little AI portrait there. I don't think of a it. Knight Templar with an AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was never a separation of church and state in the type the next Templar were there might not have been if this had right. come They're, to pass uh, yeah. that's, that's they would have been the shock yeah. troops realistically yep. also, like, yep. go a very dark yeah route, I mean where Catholicism is the world religion and none shall stand against it I mean, realistically that's that's a damn like if you really think about it, I mean, the Knights Templar were the shock troops. They were the the battering ram of any military force. They, especially in the Crusades, they were the heavy cavalry that. that I mean, the Knights Templar charged world renowned. The the fucking guys rode in on what's the not not a Clydesdale. What's the second largest horse? They were massive there horses. Some kind of draft horse. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. They are massive horses. Yeah. So when they would hit, yeah, that's intimidating. I mean, they were just. I think, to, to my knowledge, I think they also. Uh, they were the ones who first started using the stirrups for horses too. Before that, I don't think cavalry used the stirrups. No, I think it was very easy to get knocked off your horse. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So they started using the stirrups so that they could actually gain more speed and lean into an attack. Yeah. yeah. Swing the sword without falling off the horse. They were yeah. just scatter armies. They'd smash right through the front lines, and that would be the end of it. Like and there was no. You have a, what, I don't even know how much those horses weigh. Eight hundred pounds. Yeah. Pounds, those Probably. Horses? Yep. That's your base. Yeah. So you're They're like tanks. To that as your base. I mean, that horse isn't moving. And cavalry charges, they they basically they were the beginning and the end. They were the original blitzkrieg. They mm. would hit a, a, a line. I mean, again, we're talking about medieval warfare where they lined up in lines, and you just it was up close and personal. It was just lines smashing into one another. But when you get you know a how I many how much couple hundred a couple tons right horses weigh. I don't think they weigh a couple tons. A big horse like that is probably yeah, probably eight, eight, Six, nine hundred pounds, something like that. I, I could recall it <clears> maybe as heavy as a car. And seeing some of those Clydes, I want to say somewhere mass. about a thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah so like a small car. Yeah, yeah. Now imagine this thing running balls out right at you. Like I don't know about you, but I'm getting out the way. It's like getting hit by a bus. Yeah, you with a dude I mean? with a big so, ass sword. So if the if horse doesn't get you. If you take, and now, mind you, not all Knights Templar, 
were were on horseback. That was their mm-hmm. primary battle force. The second ones were the Templar sergeants. They were basically spearmen. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as deadly, but they were spearmen. Now, you move that to more modern times. I guess my thing is this. Again, my scenario or my alternate universe would be that they consolidated somewhere. Scotland, Cyprus, Rhodes, Malta. Portugal. Uh, uh, Nova Scotia. I mean, there's stories of them. Scott Walter did a whole thing of the Kensington Runestone. We believe that the Templars made their way to the New World. There was a land claim. There was a land claim. Um, Just a real quick to interject. Yep. Average Clivesdale is between 1,600 and 1,800 pounds. Good God. (laughs) That's a big horse. They're about 2,200 pounds. So they're over a Holy, wow. And again, the next smallest horse was with the... Because the Clivesdales, I think, are American. No. What? Uh, they were. They probably didn't exist at that time. You know, they they were. It was a Belgian horse. As a matter of fact, I can't remember recently. the freaking name of them though. But they were. They're not a Clydesdale. They were the next one down because there was. I remember a documentary. They said it was, they used to ride the second largest horse. Still though, it's like a deuce and a half coming at you. Yeah, it's yeah. like on an ancient yeah, battlefield like when you're on and you're on foot. Yeah, that's it's not good. Um, Besides, car with like bleeds. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I, my, my scenario, they went somewhere. I'm picked Cyprus because I mean, they own the whole island of Cyprus. Now, granted years later, they ended up selling Cyprus because the people of Cyprus hated the Knights Templar. They yeah. hated them. Um, most of the people who lived on Cyprus were, uh, of, uh, what is it? Orthodox Christianity. Knights Templar were Catholicism. You know, they're right. Roman Catholic. So there was yeah. a schism in religion. They hated the Knights Templar. Again, it's a military order. Basically running a... Uh, what the hell is it called when... Uh, a nation state? Like a nation state or um, a military controlled thing what's it called martial law they were basically had the mm-hmm. island under martial law yeah but there were the there were templar strongholds all over europe at that time right if they weren't oppressed to the level that they actually were in history they would have all of those i'm just thinking like bases of operation where would be their disposal. main base though i'm thinking like yeah. you need to consolidate your portugal forces. was pretty well, well, friendly to them right yeah. The yeah. and they had resources so and you had the easy access to the yep to, to the, the med the yep fleet. Now, that would at the very least be like their naval. But now here's my thing, though, because we had said before that there would still be not a separation of church and state. I disagree, because if I think if the Templars found out that the Pope actually was in on this, they might go complete fuck you to the Catholic Church and just become a war nation like Sparta. They sometimes help Athens, but most of the time they fought Athens. But they were a nation state. Sparta was just its own thing. And they sometimes played nice in the sandbox. Sometimes they were like, we're going to burn your city to the ground because we can and eat shit. There's nothing you can do about it. Or they say the puppet pope that's based in Paris is uh, a fraud and they have the Vatican install a real pope. Or you take it over militarily, you storm or, them and take or it. that. <laughs> I mean, that I don't think a possibility. I mean, if you called to all ends of the freaking earth for your boys, you're twenty thousand strong, and that's just knights on horse. We're not talking about the Templar sergeants, the Confrere knights, you know, uh, scribe, uh, scribes, um, squires, all the other squires fought too. Right. They yeah. just weren't the full fledged. You know what I mean? You could bolster. <sighs> 
pretty decent size army. I mean, shit, Barbarossa before he drowned in the freaking bathtub or wherever the hell he drowned. He he was a Holy Roman Empire. Uh, yeah, he did was, he drown in the bathtub? Is that the no? Way? He drowned in a river. Uh, oh. It's it's surmised that he he died of a, he had a stroke and died in the water, yeah. uh, crossing a river. But he raised a hundred thousand men yeah. to go before he died. That was before Richard the Lionheart took over the rest of the Crusade. But he was I mean Barbarossa was a powerful man. He was he had a hundred thousand people ready to march. I mean mm. again after after he died, mo- most people lost lost faith and left but yeah a hundred thousand men on its way i don't remember but i don't think rome was like complicit with the pope being set up in france like i don't think think the rest of the vatican was cool with that so you think that the vatican would have been like yeah fuck this guy yeah like if they you know if the if the templar come back and they march on rome and they're like hey you know, we're not following this guy, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we really don't want to follow him either." Right. Yeah. Well, Let's right. call him a pretender and yeah, I mean, he could put a real pope. pope in. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, they just elect a new pope. Yep. Um, or just I say think no at confidence. Some point, though, the Templars go back in France. They find it. They they mash the fuck out of him. But they would uh, just surrender. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. I think they go back at France. I think they also make another play for the... Because, I mean, the whole reason, the whole way that Philip got Jacques de Molay to go to Paris was he told him he wanted to start another crusade. That's how he coaxed mm-hmm. him into coming and arresting him, was he said, yeah, we want to start another crusade. We want you guys in. Come meet us in, for this meeting in, in Paris. And that's how we rounded him up. But, I mean, the Templars were still hell-bent on getting back to the Middle East, so I don't think it's beyond reality that they would go back there. Now, holding on to it, different story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Saladin was on his downfall at this point after the Third Crusade. Um, he died uh, six months after, um, after uh, what's his name, Richard the Lionheart had left, uh, which, who also died uh, fighting his uh, Prince John. I can't see anybody other than what's his name, Jerry Lewis, the comedian. He was in Robin Hood Men in Tights, right? I don't think that was Jerry. <laughs> Mine Lewis. is a no, terrible thing. Richard Lewis. Richard yeah. Lewis, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jerry Lewis was a comedian, yeah. but he was like of the Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah. a mime is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> um, so, but Saladin was on a down, down, downfall. Realistically, Richard could have taken. Jerusalem because of all his counsel. Everybody pretty much lost face with him because, let's be real, the minute Richard hit the beach, he he whooped Saladin's ass almost in every battle right up to the gates of Jerusalem. King Richard just didn't take Jerusalem because he knew he couldn't hold it, and he refused mm-hmm. to go into a city if he knew he couldn't hold it. The Templars, I presume, in this alternate universe, would have went back to Jerusalem. They probably would have taken everything back because, I mean, I think... I mean, they were the most modern military force at the time. They would have been able to pull it off. And not for nothing, after Saladin died, I mean, you've seen the Middle East kind of fracture, right? Egypt kind of went back to being Egypt. Middle East become Middle East. Turkey became Ottoman Empire and the Seljuk Turks. And, you know, so it fractured shortly afterward where that alliance of a one unified Islamic army kind of went away. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I believe it would have taken somebody else after Saladin to reunify them and fight them off. 
But, I mean, we've seen in the First Crusade, I mean, they were all separated, and the Crusaders just picked them off. I think the Templars would have taken Jerusalem. Now the question is, you have the rise of the Ottoman Empire later. I mean, that would have been, been able to hold it. That would have been an interesting fight, right? Like a reestablished Templar army versus the Ottoman Empire. They could have given them a run <clears throat> for their money. Well, now, here's the thing. Right around this time is where you start to get the rise of gunpowder yeah. and cannon fire. Because, I mean, I think Constantinople was sacked in the 1400s. Now it's Istanbul. <laughs> now it's That's Istanbul, correct. yeah, but Constantinople was, uh, that was a Christian stronghold. You can't go back they, no. to Constantinople. They, uh, it's now Istanbul, but, I mean, they, that's when you first, they started using cannon fire at the walls, and they smashed the walls down and took over Constantinople, renamed it Istanbul, and it's been there ever since. But you can start to get the rise of gunpowder. Uh, Military technology. I I would think the Templar would be at the forefront of that. Absolutely. They were the cutting edge, even back in those days. So I think, I mean, you've got a pretty good battle right there. I mean, Greek fire was a thing. You know, they used that during the... the That was a thing since like 10 AD or something, wasn't it? So, I mean, I think that they would have found different ways. So, kind of brings me to my picture that I put on uh, Instagram. Mm. Uh I don't know. I just picture Templars wearing something along those lines. Maybe. Did not. you have AI create that or no, something? No, I found it on Google Images. Wow, yeah, that was pretty cool. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, that was, that was a neat picture. Uh, you see that one? That armor's, yeah. Do I think that that armor is realistic? No, not at all. Definitely not, but it looks cool. It looks cool, but a uh, five-five-six round will punch clean through that plate right. <laughs> like it was a hot knife through butter. Uh, you'd probably have... Uh, but they took they took military technology seriously. Does what, as an what's order, say, Joe. Destria sounds familiar for that breed of horse. Destria. Destria. I know it was a Belgian. Up and there's just one, just called a Belgian draft horse. Maybe that's what it's it is. It's similar to a Clydesdale. That, I think that's what it was. I, I one mean, of the strongest. Yes, of all the I know horses. that they were the second largest, and they were yeah. one of the fastest. Stockier. I don't yeah. think they were as quite as tall, but stockier, bigger, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Still scary as hell on the battlefield. <laughs> in non, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, love the new room. Thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is a uh, our new little humble abode. Somebody here. saying we have reverb. No, no, no. no uh, okay, good. Uh, his name. Ah, all right. I was like, oh god. I Inan Start reverb. Tweaking, I, I, tweaking I, I, knobs over on the soundboard. Um, yeah. So. Ultimately, let's let's fast forward this. It's modern day. It's today, okay. 2024. Where are we at? Are we making an assumption here we're that an assumption where would the Templars they, be right now? That they're still still powerful to this day. Still powerful to this day. Okay. Now they don't necessarily have to keep the same name. They don't have to keep the same shape. What are they? Are they still a military order? Did they go back to their rules of piety and became just a monk order? Um. Joe visit him in Massachusetts. Mm. Like what? What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are we thinking? I I see them almost as a, you know, for, <sighs> for lack of a, a better term, a, a new world order. Like they are okay. A global, uh, almost like a global government power, whatever, with strongholds okay. all over the world. Okay. I think you you take the idea of the Holy Roman Empire back in the day that was throughout Europe and even parts of. Uh, yeah, as far as that reached, now right. that's it's that on a global scale. 
So I think they have their hands in every country, in every government, uh, almost like a uh, united federation of planets. Hmm. And still, still economically powerful, like still bankers and holding. So you're going the the Assassin's Creed Templars. They're abstergo. We've, we, you know, on that bookcase over there, we've got about 25 books on, like, the Knights Templar, and none of them are talking about this. So, uh, yeah, this is good this new material here. I mean, like realistically speaking, I mean, uh, Switzerland. I mean, there's stories of the Knights Templar helping the Swiss fight establish off, their establish their banking, yeah. and fighting off. I mean, there's a battle where I think it was the Holy Roman Empire went into, or it was either Holy Roman Empire or France, went into Switzerland to take over Switzerland. And, I mean... Peasants with pitchforks whooped their ass. Weren't the Swiss, like, uh, didn't they field, like, the military arm of the Vatican for a while? Yeah, they still yeah, do. the Swiss Guard. Right. Or those guys in the funny little with the Yeah, I'm guessing they wouldn't be so funny looking nowadays. Helberg? The what? Oh. Weapon. Yeah. It's basically an axe with a hook on the end. And they would oh, that thing, yeah. yeah. Horse, and then lop your head off with the axe, and the other end of it had a They spike. still have them. Yeah, they still have them. Yeah. So, yeah, the Swiss Guard, I mean... Uh, you could make it to Joe's point. You could make an argument that yeah, that's what they would do, what they would become. Oh my God, this thing keeps reclining on me. Hmm. I have to tape the bottom or something. One global entity that controls the banks, controls the governments. I, I, it's plausible. That's where, that's where I. So they went corporate. They put on business suits. Pretty much. Yeah. Huh? Ken, where are you at? Um, that's a compelling idea. I like that idea. Like, I think that would make an awesome movie. I would choose to believe that, you know, it's interesting to believe in that kind of thing. I think it would go the other way. I think they would, you know, if there's nothing left to conquer, if there's no necessity to continue going on crusades, the Holy Land has been acquired... I would think that over time, by the time we hit modern times, things would calm down to the point where they were now just an order, like a monk order, okay. not a militaristic one. Would they still retain all of that power? Yeah, probably. But do they really need to have like, you know, a united military arm at that point if they're already, hmm. if they've already accomplished all of their goals? Okay. That's Joe. Read that shit. The, uh, unless the, the purpose was never again, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We will never let this happen again. And, mm. But you might have different factions within. Like you might have the more militaristic one. You might have the more orthodox monk lifestyle, yep. just like right, you had yeah. any other different areas of organization. Joe, read that shit. Daniel was... Valdez says it could be like the Knights of Columbus, but without an affiliation to the Catholic Church. <laughs> There we go. So I'm going to no take it. The Knights of Templar. Of not practical when you're I'm gonna, <laughs> marching in parades. I'm going to take it to a, to a different level. Have you guys ever heard of private military contractors? Mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, like security forces and stuff. Mercenary, although let's look at Blackwater. I mean, it's no longer Blackwater. I think it's called Academy, but Blackwater was a private military contractor. Yep. They were hired by the U.S. government. They, and I mean, you have the, the, the Wagner Group, and, well, no longer, in Russia. Um, there's other private military groups. That's where I think they go. I think they become hmm. mercenaries for hire while still keeping what Joe's saying, still controlling things from behind the scenes, you know, uh, become lobbyists, I guess you can say. If, you, if you're going to go with the assumption that the United States did beat, you know, if, if the rest of history continued the way it was supposed to go, there's still United States, England lost in the Revolutionary War. Mm -hmm. I still think you have a... 
I think you have a private military contractor company that basically owns a section of land, be it be Cyprus, Portugal, Scotland, uh, Nova Scotia, um, Texas, Texas, <laughs> Oak Island. Yeah. Could you imagine if during the Alamo battle, they're like, we hired some Templars they are on their way here and they, just and they come rolling in on those Clydesdales. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that freaking... Now uh, they have tanks. Yeah, they would definitely Who's have tanks. The, uh, the, the, I can't remember his damn name. The 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 Mexican commander. Santa Ana? Oh, Santa Ana. Santa Ana, yeah. yeah. He just like... What the fuck's that dust cloud back there? <laughs> it sounds like thunder with the horse mounting. <laughs> supposed to rain? I hear thunder. Are those freaking horses? Are they sending horses against horses? us? <laughs> Pack my shit, we're leaving. But, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Fuck these Americans. Make sure you grab the smokes. The really good smokes. <laughs> but you have to wonder, like, how the rest of history would play out. Could you imagine, uh, let's go to World War II, Nazi Germany. Whew. You have if, now if they were around as private Templar, military contractors. Military, you know what I mean? Where do they play into this? You know, I mean. I think they would, in my mind, they would be the ones to squash it. Like, they'd almost, you could almost have them as a... Uh, not necessarily, um, necessarily a, a part of, but you know, you get the United Nations together and go, "We have this real threat. This guy's trying to take over the world. What do we do? Call in the Knights Templar." Yeah, I mean, if they have bases of operation all over the world, then they're going to be wise to all of this stuff. You know, to the 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 match striking in Germany, mm. whereas the you know the Allies didn't know. I mean, there were no Allies at that. If 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 there were Templar strongholds all around Europe and all around the world, they would catch wind of this kind of stuff before it even starts. You now, know one, one can make an argument, though, is that, well, Hitler was only killing Jews and they were a Christian order. They, I mean, Knights Templar, I mean, let's be real, during the Inquisition, they were used to kill Jews. Yeah, they were like, not however, necessarily. However... The Knights Templar also embraced other religions. I mean, there's stories about mm. the Crusades where uh, a Muslim man was at the Al-Asqa Mosque, which was controlled by the Templars, and he started getting heckled by Crusaders. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of Templars showed up and said, hey, fuck off, leave him alone. Yeah. And, and they protected him and allowed him to continue praying. You spend enough time in another culture, eventually you're going to kind of like start... Taking um, elements of it. And I, I mean, there's also own. a lot of their building, the the buildings, the Gothic cathedrals and stuff. They came from Eastern. I mean, they didn't build Gothic cathedrals right. prior to the Crusades when they started bringing this knowledge back from the East. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could also make an argument that they didn't start to embrace other religions and other belief systems. Um, I mean, there's no no doubt that I don't think that they did the 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 real devil worshiping baphomet and all that stuff but again no. you can even make no. an argument about baphomet which translated into hebrew and changed some things around it means it was a it was a coded word baphomet was a a coded word and it meant wisdom um so my point being is is that they did embrace other they started to embrace other beliefs in religion so i mean you somebody gets like well you know they might have sided with the nazis I don't know. I mean, when Nazi Germany invaded France, they may have been like, fuck them, let them take it, the bastards, because of what happened back in 1307. But I think once they started rolling with a real world conquering thing, I think the Templars would absolutely joined in on the side of the Allies and done, 
you know. Yeah, I think as 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 soon as they caught wind of genocide, <laughs> the potential yeah, for genocide, I would think regardless of like any other political the they viewpoints didn't really that embrace sh- Christianity. That, that I think is right. the key point. That yeah, it wasn't. You know, let's let's commit genocide against the Jewish people from a for a religious reason. Yeah, it wasn't a religious yeah. war. It was. We just don't think these people well, are. We think these people are the scum of the earth, so we're going to eliminate them. But it wasn't because oh, because we're Christians and they killed Christ. There, like there wasn't mm. that dynamic. It was just pure evil. I mean, mm. even to to that point as well, uh, the Nazis, the SS, they were trying to find their own. They were founding their own religion. Well, that's why. Yeah, they, they were going on the hunt for all these artifacts and yeah, yeah, yeah things of religious. Oh, it's the swastika. Good yeah. point. Yeah, that was Japanese, yep. yeah. and it was a sign of. Uh, it was it Indian was too, luck. I think. Yep. Right? They, they used it, it for good luck. Used throughout Asia. If the well, Nazis are going for the, the Grail, we're going after relics. And yeah. truth right. be told, I don't know if, if the Templars would be cool. What, about. Let's just. I mean, right, we're just were, saying that the Templars is theorized that they had the Ark of the Covenant. They had the Spear of Destiny. They had the uh, Holy Grail. Holy Grail. The Nazis would have came after the Templars for these things. Right. And the minute the Nazis came after the Templars, that'd be it. Shit. Yeah. It's on like Donkey Kong at yep. that point. I think yep. that's where there's that separation of yeah. would, they, would they be on board with the, the Nazis or not? I think that would drive a wedge. You, you couldn't reconcile that. Now, the other thing is we also know that the Templars were vastly rich. They had all this mm-hmm. treasure. I think they pour a lot of that money into R&D. And you might have technology that pops about right. years before it actually did. You might also have, you know, some Templars on the moon. Uh, uh, I'm not saying on the moon, but Either that just think about philanthropic enterprises like in medical field and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if getting back to that core of what they are with monks and um, you know that lifestyle, right. there may be there might have been some advances. From a, a medical standpoint, I'm also thinking military. They were a military order. Right. They're going to look for the best way to beat their enemy. You might have drone technology, or you know Leonardo da Vinci. Drone Clydesdale. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Giant robot. You might, have the, tank, you might yeah. have the tank pop up on the scene well before. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. Perfect I'd... example. I mean, Leonardo da Vinci. He had schematics for helicopters he had schematics for submarines he had schematics for yeah. for for mm-hmm. all kinds of shit tanks like well think of it from a standpoint they might have employed his ass and be like hey come here <laughs> i got something for you let's take six of these well. belgian draft horses and put heavy armor on them and which they, they could handle is that that far from a tank no you it's really not how that uh I mean, it might have been a Fred Flintstone tank with all their feet out the bottom. Well, but it, it might have been initially. <laughs> initially, then, things would move pretty quickly if, if all that money still exists. If they're as rich as they were, powerful as they were over time. Six horses and they're yep. just going to plow through. Slam everybody. right through them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know, you prove on that over fifty years, you have a tank. Mm-hmm. Daniel and then eventually, you got missiles, and then missiles lead to. Daniel Valdez says, rockets. "What if they did go underground, like?" Kingsman and fought against the Nazis that way. So the Kingsman movies? Those uh, are actually really good I don't know movies. I've seen them. Never saw no? them. I've seen them. No. Oh, God. Definitely see the first one. The second one's okay. I didn't see the third one. But in essence, it's the Knights of the Round Table go mm-hmm. underground and continue. 
And oh, okay. They, they become like almost like a James Bond secret agent slash. I mean, they're they're cool. In my personal opinion, no. that's like what the Templars did. <clears throat> I mean, I, 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 that's what they did because they were no persecuted. Yeah. I fully believe that Knights Templar of ancient times, the ones that got away, they blended right. into Freemasonry. And that's my um, firm belief. We have. And they don't so need to go underground if they're. In the, in the Kingsman movies, they went underground as mm. tailors. Oh, no kidding. All, and then hmm. in the second one, when they came to the United States, they had a group called the Statesmen, mm. and they were all master distillers. Interesting. <laughs> so they're like each underground from Kentucky. Had it, had it, yeah, mm. so making this moonshine out here. If you ever see the Bourbon Old Forester Statesman? Yep. That's from that movie. They made that for the movie. That's what the master still okay. making. No shit. In that movie, so that's kind of neat. Um, I don't know. I I, I think that's what they, I think they did go underground in real life, but in an alternate universe, I could totally see them maintaining and being. Yeah, there, there's a, there's no reason for them to not maintain a public presence. But if you take the they went underground. Let's say they take the one of the common theories. They went underground and infiltrated like the Freemasons and mm -hmm. societies like that. What if each Masonic lodge was like a military base or outpost? Ooh. Like, yeah, like a commander, like a commander. Yes. Yeah. Think about the coverage you would have then all these conspiracy theorists would actually be right because we uh, <laughs> be, like you would have a lot of coverage yeah there's at least one in within every city of each other yeah. right Sometimes i mean realistically one one can make an argument that that's why the catholic church hates us is because they know that's where the templars went Ooh. or at the very highly least, speculative know, but that's what they fear blaspheme mm. blasphema but then you know you again you talked about the the Knights Templar. He's not the talking. Nazis. The Nazis went after the Freemasons too. Yeah. Because oh, they yeah. feared that power. They feared yep. that level of organization. Mm -hmm. Imagine, you know, Freemasons had a military that backed them up too. That's in essence what we're talking about. Yeah. The Knights Templar were. I mean. Yeah. That's why people hate us. That's <laughs> why people hate us. You're like, it'd be unstoppable. Oh yeah. And God forbid you had the wrong person in charge unstoppable i mean think about it in terms of this right the knights templar had twenty thousand men at at arms at that time which at that lot. time now take 1717 when freemasonry got its rise it was only a handful of them there's like what six million of us around the world now um right now six million five or six yeah, million yeah, around maybe. the world fact checking hold on i mean <laughs> fact checking don't go on Snopes. Um, depending on who you, it's uh, definitely not like the 60s. Choices, but... The estimates are between 2 million to over 6 million worldwide. Okay. Either 2 so million call, is still a far cry from 1717. Call it in the middle. Let's call it 2.5 million. 2.5 million. 3 million. I mean, you That's have an a lot. army right. of 3 it's million. Embedded in different locations it's already. Oh. You want to talk about, and I, I hesitate to use this term, but just think of it from this standpoint. Like a sleeper cell. Yeah. But for good. Right. That's why I hesitated to use yeah. that term. Yeah, I mean... Um, a sleeper lodge. It's funny, too, because you said sleeper, sleeper cell. That's actually what Templars called themselves, because just like terrorists, each cell, each yeah. commandery was standalone. So no commandery knew where the other one was, so that if one was ever caught, they couldn't they be tortured into telling them where the other guys hmm. were. 
Yeah, I just hesitate to use that term. Uh, I know. Say, oh, you're comparing the Knights Templar and Freemasonry to terrorists. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I, I, I know, I know. But Brother Joe just admitted the Freemasons are terrorists. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna be a you're gonna be a TikTok video now. Probably. It's <laughs> uh, gonna be like that Kurt Angle. Your handle's Fat Brad Pitt, right? Fat Brad Pitt. Fat Brad Pitt. Find me on TikTok. Um. Yeah. So. Anything else for this one? I think. This was a fun one, man. I we like could go this. So many directions. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about this all day long. But. I almost. We need some. Uh, we need some. Uh, some of our listeners that maybe are inclined to be writers. Mm. You know, five pages or less. Submit your storyline for any of the mm, yeah. timelines and scenarios that we presented. And we'll act it out. Like them? Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll act it out. We need to get <laughs> a Hallmark movie. Skits? Yeah. <laughs> I've got my monk outfit. Yeah, this is going to be good. Ken saw my monk outfit just the other night. This is going to be good. I got my powdered wig. I'm ready to go. Like, how do you make that into a comedy, though? Like, Joe's on a Clydesdale. No, Ken's on a Clydesdale because he's taller. You're on the freaking Belgian horse, and here I am coming in a little donkey with my legs still not touching. You're on one of the ponies. That's what you're on. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll always find a way to make it. Or better Have yet, some comedic have value in it. And it's like we take the, uh, it's like the horse costume, and we take it off, and he's his head. <laughs> Why do I got to be the horse? I love it. Let's Stop do it. Short. Let's do it. Send in those scripts. I think just by us trying to do it, even if we tried to do it seriously, that would be comedy. Yeah, it would yeah. still turn oh, into yeah. comedy. Because there would be no outtakes. We'd yep. film everything. <laughs> I'd be up for that. I'd, I'd be, be up, up for it, that. too. I can't wait. We know some cinematographers, too, by the oh, way, in this lodge. Yeah, we do. Oh, so we can make this happen. I don't know oh. make those kind of movies, so. <laughs> You're probably right, actually. Joe <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, will have to call back. Um, God, who was the brother that was... Uh, yes. He's an actual... He's an actual he makes, makes movies. Pictures. Yeah. He goes to the cons every year. Mm. Um, Mark Lindsay? Mark yeah. something. I think it's Mark Lindsay. The name rings the bell. If you're listening and I'm not quite remembering your Butchering name. So how would we be? Would we, where do you, like, let's, let's just go bananas here. Where would we be in this alternate universe? It is Mark Lindsay. Where I would think we I be? would be on that more, you'd definitely be on the militaristic side. Oh, hell yeah. I would be Would I be like the Gerard the, de Ritterford? What would I be? I would be more like um, <laughs> that monk orthodox piece, I think. I would be like. So you'd be the spiritual end of it. I'd be a paper pusher. Paper pusher? Yeah. Paper pusher? Yeah. Banker. I'd be like, an, I'd be yeah. admired in administravia for my entire You'd be the existence. You'd be I would be one bank. of the bankers. I'd be the military yeah. one. God yeah. wills it! Yeah. That'd be me. I, and I'd be the. There's hey. no one to fight. God wills it! Yeah, just remember who uh, whose name is on those checks, who signs those checks. Just remember. Just remember. It's me. Yeah. I'd, I could I'd be like the monk that you'd have to come to and convince, like, hey, this is the right thing to do. Because I'd have to, that, the hearts and minds. <laughs> I'd be in the confession Absolutely. box. Absolutely. Yeah. Forgive me, Father I'd have Fred the hearts Skin. and minds of the people. And you're like, we need, we need Joe's to sign off oh on this. God. Otherwise, that would be a funny ass skit. You as the Templar, freaking the priest, and me the soldier, just going yeah. into the confession box. Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. Joe's like, oh. like what'd you do now? <laughs> But all you just get a temp, get a tight a Knights Templar Halloween costume. Slaughtered a village of midgets. We can make this happen. Yeah, we absolutely could. We could absolutely make this happen easily. Just go on like Party uh, City and buy a Templar outfit. I'm sure they have a youth extra large. I could sew a little <laughs> Templar cross on one of my business suits. We could definitely make this happen. 
Yeah, it's fun at my expense. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> it's got to happen. I showed up here this yeah. morning before we went on the air that it was going to be one of those days for you. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bit. So we're setting up the lines and everything, and I'm freaking trying to fix the mic for Joe and everything, and he's like, put <laughs> his fucking mouth open. I'm like, oh, we can knock you off. <laughs> oh, I miss you guys. Totally for your shit. <laughs> and then he couldn't fit the plug in, so I just uh, yeah. just add a little force. Yes. Couldn't get the goddamn wire into the back of the mic, and that turned into a thing. So, anyway, what do you say? What do you brothers say? Ready to get out of here? Yeah, I think we never toasted our um Oh oh our uh All right. reviewers. Let's do it. Yeah. You mentioned it, you really Oh, it. I have to do it. Yeah. Right. It's been a while since we've done this. Hopefully yeah. I can remember. Brethren, right hand to arms. Right. arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, Vivat, Vivat. Yeah, I fucked it up. Uh, yeah, you I'll see? Go. See? That's the weak link this time. Well, it's been a while. That's why you're going to be the horse. Actually, no, it's even better than that. Oh, for fuck's sake. He could be the guy with the little pan and the broom coming up behind the horse. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we'll need a real That's horse. Not what I, thought. I thought you were going Monty Python with the fucking uh, two sides of the freaking uh, coconut. No, I'm thinking like. Nah, we're end, gonna be more like sophisticated. Like, we sign off, that. it's the end, and then he's coming along with the. Yep. Thing to clean up after the horse. <laughs> they poop a lot too, right. so get ready. <laughs> For the Freemasons podcast, I am Ray Worshipful Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe signing off. And Worshipful Brother Ken signing off. Seat change next time. Have a good night, yeah, everyone. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Deus vote. <laughs>